Today, we unwrap yet another gift in our holiday horror double feature, in which we don't have time to celebrate the holidays because we're too busy trying to figure out who killed all the reindeer, stole all the children, and dug up evil Santa in this whimsical, weird 2010 holiday horror-adjacent fantasy. The gingerbread cookies are baking, the elvish penises are a-dangling, and Santa Claus is on a bloody crusade against naughty behavior as we sleigh ride our way into the Corvatenturi excavation site to meet none other than Santa and his naked elves in the dangerous but festive pursuit to discover the most... Fuck! God damn it! I said pursuit! <laughs> That's okay. No, you got it. It's a pursuit. It's a pursuit. Hey, it's a pursuit. There's a pursuit over here. You better slow down. Hey, Paisan. Watch out. There's a pursuit going on. That's our Finnish accents. (laughs) Finnish Brooklyn. Uh, But best of pursuit to discover, for the most part at least, the true meaning of Christmas and rare exports a Christmas tale. It's a pursuit. It's a pursuit going on. Hmm, It's a pursuit. Pursuit Pasami. There's a pursuit for the salami. Um, That was my nickname in high school. You're listening to How I Met Your Monster, a podcast that explores the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. My name's Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. And together we dive into the world of horror to find out how filmmakers have introduced us to our favorite monsters time and time again. This is How I Met Your Monster. Fifteen years ago, I, I was told there was nothing left. Who are you? Explorers in further regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. <laughs> Call you me, bro? Welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. Welcome, also, to part two of our holiday horror special. Oh my god, there's this more the gifts second... under the tree? There is. There's. Oh. <laughs> this is our second episode that released today. And if you're watching yeah. this in the future, that means nothing to you. But no. did I say watching? If you're watching this in the but future, if yeah. <laughs> but if you're listening if you're to this, this in, in the future, future that you means have found nothing. technology that does not exist <laughs> in our time. But if you're listening to it in the future, then you must have forgotten that you hid this present somewhere and you found it in the attic underneath some boxes. So either way, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Surprise gift. Surprise. Surprise. Number two. Surprise, <laughs> Surprise bitch. <laughs> um. If you're not already subscribed to the show, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of your favorite podcast platforms, and click that follow button. And if you're looking to support the show, there is no better way than subscribing to Fangoria. Visit shop.fangoria.com slash howimetyourmonster uh, to receive 20% off at checkout with promo code howimetyourmonster uh, at checkout. When your cart is full, full of t-shirts, old issues, um, current subscriptions, stickers, Anything. Just put everything that Fangoria offers in your cart. And what then would enter... happen if someone did put everything in the cart? Do you think they have like uh, they what, what, they, what's the what's the plan? What's you think, the, how do they handle this? They, they, 
they give it to you. I don't know. Did Fangoria you win? pay the money and they give it to you? They're like we did. They want sold everything, and they just shut it. That's down. right. Oh, no, oh, you mean like everything? Yeah, like they have a not just like one of everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you should. Uh, someone should try it out. Aim for that, but make sure to enter promo code How I Met Your Monster at checkout to get that twenty percent off bonus, and you will also help support How I Met Your Monster in the process. So. With all that being said, let's talk about our second holiday horror movie. I guess our first holiday horror movie in this yeah, holiday double feature. Yeah, it's our second holiday movie, first holiday horror movie. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. we are talking the 2010 <laughs> horror fantasy, I guess you would call it, yeah. Rare Exports, A Rare Christmas Exports. Tale. Yep. I'm excited to dig into this movie. Oh, uh, good uh, ooh, pun uh, there, Danny. Um, how would you say this gentleman's name, the director, the writer director? Oh, Zach. Let me how see. do you speak? How do you say J's in Finnish? How do you pronounce the J oh. in Finnish? <clears throat> there is this no is J great. in Finnish. Is there not? So like, is it like a yo? Uso? A, it's just. Not. Oh my God, Casey, <laughs> get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Danny, you didn't get it? The word Finnish does not have a J in it. Casey, Zing. Casey, you're fired. I'm, um, you I'm not witty, out. so I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> that was for really doing good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. All right. Well, on paper, it's Jelmari Hillander. I can yes. almost guarantee that that's not how it's pronounced. I'm sure it sounds much more beautiful in its native tongue. Um, yes. Um, Yal, is it Ya? Yalmari? I'm making it, it up. I have no idea. Yalmari Hillander? That sounds that sounds good, right? Good enough. I would like to have that name, Yalmari Yalmari Helander. That sounds Finnish. Um, but he actually directed the uh, the recent movie Sisu, Sisu, um, which stars the star of this, oh. um, Yorma Tam- Tamila Tamia, huh. oh, um, cool. and that was supposed to be a badass movie. I know I didn't see it, but I wanted to so bad. Why have I, just, I yeah, heard really of cool. this movie or why am I not remembering it? Dude, so this is like it's like a it's like a World War Two. Yeah, maybe, like a gold movie? rush. Gold it's rush. Like and it has something rush. to do with Nazis and people were comparing it to like John Wick, mm-hmm. where he's just like a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was this whole thing like he's got a dog with him. Yeah. Um and it's just a bunch of like fucking Nazi killing, I guess. It's just like a huge action movie. Um, but they, in the in the marketing of the movie, because if you've seen John Wick, spoiler alert, that's kind of what sets John Wick in motion is that they kill his dog, right? Yeah. Um, and so this was all about like they were comparing it to John Wick and all this, but then they were saying like in the in the trailers they were like, "Don't worry, the dog doesn't die," and it was just a kind of kind <laughs> of a fun that's little uh, marketing. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Ploy, I guess. No, uh, I want to. No, but it looks uh-huh. really cool. Okay, yeah, I want um, to see it too. Sold me. Uh, but he directed that, and he directed um, this movie, Rare Exports, which was actually based on two short films. Have you guys seen them? I have not. No. They are amazing. Really? So the first one is called Rare Exports, Inc., and it was made in 2003. And the follow-up, in 2005 is called the official rare exports Inc safety instructions. <laughs> so yeah, I'm assuming that the shorts are set 
after the events of the movie, or at least in like the third act of the movie. The shorts that the movie yeah. is based on are based after the movie. It might. Well, I was just thinking because isn't Rare Exports like the name of the thing that we are introduced to at the end? Yes. Which, by the way, I love that they bring the title into this movie, mm-hmm. like Rare Exports, like at the very last scene mm-hmm. of the movie, which yeah. is awesome. No, but the shorts. So Rare Exports, Inc., um, it starts off with these hunters going through the through the wilderness. And uh, it's actually um, the star, Yorma. To- I'm just going to call him Yorma because I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Tommy, who is uh, Yuso's dad in this one, the guy who is the translator who speaks mm-hmm. English. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's another guy who looks like the third guy in this movie, but it's a different actor. Um, and they're going through the woods and the fields and they've got their hunting gear and they're going out. And this narrator is talking about these like hunters. And he's saying like every year they, they come out and they're like, they're like the best at what they do. You don't want to mess with them because they're super dangerous or whatever. And clearly you think they're talking about these hunters, but then it goes Yorma like looks through his sniper rifle and then it says, but when a master rifleman spots one and then you're like, wait, what? And it turns out they weren't talking about that. They were talking about father Christmas Mm -hmm. and it's like a naked old man running through the, the thing. Um, so in the short, these guys hunt the father Christmases and then they train them like they do at the end of this movie. Yeah. With like, giving them a doll and pretending, you know, teaching them how to be nice to the kid. And then, and they finally put a Santa hat on them and they box him up and, they, and send him out. And it's, it's very much like a, almost like an infomercial. Like it ends up <laughs> being like a big commercial for Fine. rare exports. Mm. Um, and it's really cool. Cute. And then the follow-up, which was two years later in 2005, um, the cast comes back, including Ani Tamiya, who is Yorma's actual son. Oh, no So kidding. they play father and son in the movie, and it, they're actually a father-son. Um, he shows up in this one, and he's he's younger. He's five years younger, and he's, <laughs> so he's like six. Um, he's super cute. That kid is Aww. so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's even more cute in this one because he's like a little six-year-old. Um, and that one is basically like somebody who received a Father Christmas broke the rules and so this short film is like teaching you these are the rules you need to follow. And if you don't, this is what happens. This is what Father Christmas will do if you break the rules. Mm. Um, and there's just very clever So filmmaking. I'm curious, is that suggesting mm. that I may have misread the ending of this movie? And I know we're kind of starting a little bit reverse by me asking this. Well, you like to do it in reverse, Danny. So we get that. <laughs> I love doing it in reverse. You like to do it from behind. So God, we why understand are we all why so you're doing funny this. today? We're so witty. <laughs> what the hell? Um, <coughs> yeah, since I like to do it from behind, I'd like to bring up the ending of this movie. Um, <laughs> uh, in the end, when they when they do the whole like little Santa rehab thing and they send them out, what is the goal? Is it because you said that they basically give santa to someone i thought what they were doing was they were sort of like giving each little santa elf like a location like 
you are going to deliver yeah. presents to, um, I don't know, Barcelona. You're going to deliver. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know who they're selling them to, but they're doing it because they need to make their money. Oh, that's okay. right. That's so right. They're, oh, they're so making they're that selling it to... Okay. So, for example, if it was Santa. selling it to my yeah. hometown, they'd sell it to, like, I don't know, like some local business and then they would outsource that Santa to deliver presents to our town. So it's not like you're selling it to like some rando. Yeah. I don't think they actually just, they don't go into detail on who is buying these. Okay. Santas. But it's not like what I'm, I guess to clarify what I'm trying to ask is it's not like you're buying Santa as a gift. Whoever's buying the Santa is using Santa as like the local Santa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they, you know, they, they, they show them like teaching how to have the kid on your lap and how mm-hmm. to give them a present and this and that. And, mm-hmm. Okay. That um, makes sense. Yeah. What um, a weird little movie this was, you guys. It was okay. So I, I said I would talk about this. Um, yeah. It's a weird little movie, but I think I would put this in our pumpkin head category. Oh, really? Wow. It's a perfect movie. I think this is a perfect movie. Wow. What do you guys think? I really liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Um, I just wish we would have seen the Santa, the mm. real Santa. Oh, do you think but it was a budget that, thing? He probably. Do you think it's that's just all easier it was? not to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do kind of want that. Yeah, but but moment, at the same time, but... for me, it's probably best that they didn't because I probably would have been annoyed with what it looked like. So. <laughs> Looks Make up so your mind, Casey. Very crumpusy with the horns and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to um, IMDb, um, in the United States dollar, it was about two point one million dollars budget. Wow. So um, low budget for something with so many yeah. effects. Yeah. Um, so it's one one point nine million euros, which works out to be about two point one million. Um, us dollars okay hmm. yeah i really enjoyed this movie it was really fun um it's always fun to see like a, a spin this movie reminded me of trick-or-treat which is funny because michael doherty did his kind of like christmas version of trick-or-treat which is his movie but this movie i felt was even more aligned with what trick-or-treat was doing where it's like we know we've we already know the rules of the holiday and this movie was all about following them. You know, it's like, make sure you're nice and not, not naughty. Make mm-hmm. sure you're eating like gingerbread cookies, make sure you're doing all these things playing into the sort of um, traditions of the holiday or else. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really fun. So yeah I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I had never seen it before, but um, I'm glad that you guys really liked it since it was my pick for the poll. Oh yeah. What's your pick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and since my other pick was Jingle All the Way. Yeah, Casey. And that also Casey won, won this Christmas. We, like this and we didn't season. like Casey Jingle All the Christmas. Way. <laughs> I'm glad we made it we made up for it with the actual horror movie that we're covering mm-hmm. today. Yeah, not as um I was anticipating something to be way more like horror. In your face like horror? scary. Yeah. So I, I was, had oh, no okay. idea. I had no, I, sure. not a single idea mm-hmm. what this movie was or what to expect. So, and I'm not disappointed one way or the other. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, the poster kind of makes it seem more 
a little bit more goofy mm. yeah. than it actually is. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a, I don't know, like that show, Nor- wasn't there a show Northern Lights? Northern, not Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. Um, Sorry, Zach. Oh, yeah, I see. But yeah. the uh, the poster makes it look kind of s- more silly. Yeah. Um, which there were some silly moments, but for the most part, it was uh, kind of serious, I guess. Yeah, um, that's where that like whimsy element comes into it, where it's it's not silly, but it doesn't take itself seriously. It because it kind of walks that line between because it's obviously playing into fairy tales and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you kind of can't get away from the quirkiness of it. I guess it's not like a yeah. great way to put it, but I again I don't like I don't know how to describe it because it isn't comedy, but it's not right. There, there's a, there's a very specific tone in this movie that yeah. is very lighthearted, despite the fact that it's dealing with a lot of really um, dark, dark materials and dark themes. Yeah. This would be, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but this would be a good double feature with Krampus. Oh, yeah. very much. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So let's get into this movie. Let's let's jump into uh, Rare Exports. But Casey, first, can you read the synopsis for Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale? The synopsis for Rare Exports is, In the depths of the Corvatenturi Mountains, 486 meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. Which is also the tagline. That was a good ooh. So I was, uh, thank you. Um, I thought this movie was in a foreign language with subtitles. Um, and then it started and they started speaking yeah. English and I was like, oh, okay. Is this dubbed? Cause I couldn't really yeah. see his I mouth right away. Thing. And then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, I turned the subtitles on or tried to turn the subtitles on. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I tried I, to then switch they, it to original then language. Then I got going right? and I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Awesome. Perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah. Cause I did not want to watch a dubbed version Same. of a movie. Same. Um, but, uh, it was kind of like, you know, I, I mentioned this to Nina where it was kind of like it's kind of like those like eighties, nineties action movies where like it starts out like in Columbia or something with like, yeah, it's, it's like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And it's like, everything is foreign when you're doing this. And then the Americans come in and the movie takes Mm -hmm. over and this and then they weren't doing that as like a gimmick. It was just like the, our perspective of like, cause it's a finished movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I was like, Oh, that's cool. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, it wasn't like they weren't like doing it to be like, oh, let's do this trope mm-hmm. and this. It was just like, no, that's just our perspective because we're watching it and we're the foreigners watching it. Um, oh, that's so funny. Anyways, that was cool. Went over my head, but see, now I like. But are you guys ready more. to venture to the Corva Tenturi Mountain and Ooh, meet Santa chilly, Claus? But let's do it. Let's do it. Santa Claus. Put on your parkas. So, okay, 24 days till Christmas. So that's how we open the movie. And we are on a a, uh, a dig, an excavation site on the Covert and Turi Mountain. And the guy is explaining that they found sawdust uh, 
down. I don't know how far down they went. And the guy was like, keep going. He's like, dude, it's like hundreds of feet thick or something like that. It was something crazy. Um, he's like, keep drilling. He's like, Oh, we are. Um, and then they find ice and then this little scary man, he was kind of creepy, right? Riley um, was his name. This little scary man. Riley. <laughs> yeah. He's the head of, Sub-Zero I thought he was going to be like the big villain. Me too. Which I guess he was a villain for digging him up for digging up Santa. Yeah. But, uh, I thought that was going to kind of come more into play. And after seeing the second short film, the safety instruction one, now I kind of wish that that safety card that he gave those guys, they played into that more. Yeah. You do kind of get it later when he's like, Hey, be quiet. Don't, don't yell. Don't curse. Don't do anything like be on your best behavior. Um, Oh yeah. They do kind of wish there was abandoned that a little bit. Don't they play into that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was. Fun. It would have been nice if it was a little bit more heavy on that, but yeah, even I'm not if they just kind of um, had like direct kind of cause and effect, like where you mm-hmm. acknowledge the thing, someone does something against what the what was it called? Just a safety card. The safety, yeah, safety instructions. Instructions. Yeah, um, yeah that would have been neat, but still a fun, fun concept. But guys, we were talking about him maybe being like. A baddie, like a big bad. A baddie, not in the sense that you are saying it, but he's, you know, he's kind of like the bad boy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but he represents an all too familiar villain and monster in our movies, Mm -hmm. which we covered on our first holiday horror movie. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and who is Mm -hmm. or what is that? What does he represent, Casey? Capitalism or Zach? Casey, what happened to your boy? Casey, you sound like Zach. Capitalism. <laughs> Zach, you sound like Casey. That is the reason why I picked Arnold. Jingle All the Way. What are you Jingle doing? All the Way. <laughs> Wrong episode. Uh, and while uh, while this this uh, big baddie, this mm. big baddie, he's a bad boy. Is, uh, while this bad boy is giving his uh, grave robbing speech. Um, we meet Pitari and Uso, mm-hmm. um, and they are sneaking around, which breaking some pretty big fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which they're you the find real out, bad boys. <laughs> they're the real bad boys of Corvette and Turi Mountain. <laughs> that was the alternate title for this movie. <laughs> um, but they're like breaking, they're like crossing uh, the border yeah. into Russia. Yeah. Uh, it's illegal. which we find out that that little hole in the fence is going to cause some more trouble here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But then we get a really cool opening where Pitari is researching the history of the real Santi clause. <laughs> real. <laughs> the real Santi. The real. The, That's the, the name of a Santee. drug dealer. <laughs> Santi. Real Santi. It? It's a joke because they have really oh. stupid names. <laughs> Oh, drug, I was like, how like do you drug know dealers? That? <laughs> no, drug dealers have really dumb names, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, Santa, Santa, like Santa Claus is a, is a drug dealer, if you think about it. Little, little, little glasses. <laughs> <laughs> little glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that's He's a here. Name. Who? Little glasses. <laughs> little glasses. <laughs> Was, 
Mo with the gimpy leg. <laughs> and snakes. I know I heard that name before. Snakes. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, <laughs> but man, those those storybooks that he was looking at, Santa is fucking evil. Yeah. Fucking like boiling kids alive and He was more like Krampus. Yeah, for yeah, sure. What's his ag- I am curious about Santa's agenda in deal? this movie. What is his deal? <laughs> he seems like an asshole. Um, like that's not just evil. At least Krampus is sort of I mean, okay, you can argue that Santa is kind of reacting to naughty children. So you're gonna be punished if you don't follow the rules. That's what Krampus is for. Santa, almost said Santa. Krampus and Santa. Santa. It's Santa. It's little Santa. Krampus and Santa. Little Santa. Um, (laughs) But he's supposed to be the good doer, and obviously Santa Krampus is like the 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 inverse of that. Yeah. So I don't like he's bad, but he's mad if you're bad. So he punishes you, but isn't what he's doing hypocritical? Because it's going against what he stands for and how he's kind of judging you. Just seems a little, it's it's a little much, Santa. So his real name is (sighs) Jolupuki. Jolupuki. (laughs) (laughs) Jolupuki. Did you write your letter to Jolupuki Pookie this year? <laughs> okay. J-O-U-L-U-P-U-K-K-I. Jolupuki. Give, give it to me one more time. Jolupuki. <laughs> Jolupuki. Yeah, Jolupuki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Santa. Let's call him Santa. Okay, well, this Santa was actually based on the Finnish legend of Santa, uh, also known as Julapuki, if uh, we're saying that right, which translates to Yule Goat. Um, And so what this legend is, um, is that Thor, the the god Thor, um, who is associated with storms and fertility, uh, commanded a goat-driven chariot. Um, and the goats became associated with harvests and fertility. Um, and so as the tradition evolved, uh, men took to dressing up in horned goat costumes as part of rituals. Um, and it was an evil spirit who would go door to door demanding gifts and leftovers from the Yule feast. Um, and he didn't like naughty kids, much like Krampus. And uh, he'd spank them. He'd spank them and boil them and oh. fucking... If you don't behave, if you don't um, clean your room, you're either getting a spanking or I'm going to boil you alive. <laughs> what? One of those two things. Yeah. Santa took a turn. And then somewhere along the lines, Coca-Cola introduced their Santa Claus and things just kind of went from there. It was like the equivalent Wait. of Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. That's not but they true. gave him a Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's true. And he just transformed. Coca-Cola invented the Santa Claus that we know. Yes. I didn't mean to say that weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Wait, um, for real? Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. all of these people just all of a sudden subscribed to this story that was made up by fucking Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, Coke's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pepsi's pretty, better. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, no. Really? Oh, I love yeah. this. <laughs> Danny, are you going to be a, what, what are you, where do you Danny stand? Danny likes Coca-Cola. I Come haven't on. had soda since I was 17 years old. Oh my good God. Good for Get you, the, bud. Good for you. It's oh, not little good. Miss fucking... Eat your cookies. <laughs> no, exactly. It's not like I eat, eat well. I just, for some bitch. reason, don't drink soda. I don't know why. Uh, I'll like, I like Coke from the fountain. I don't like Coke from a can. Interesting. Mm. I will say I do have a favorite though, from my memory. Oh man, this is this could be huge, Danny. What it's is it? Not Coke or Pepsi. It's oh, it's one of them. It's RC Cola. What the oh, fuck? Oh god, what do I look like? <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh no, I'm a, I'm What a, is it? I'm like like an eighties. <gasps> no, I saw your lips, Danny. I saw your lips. They almost made the P sound. <laughs> I like penis. Um <laughs> We know that. Um, No, like an 80s stockbroker in a yuppie movie. I like me some Coke. (gasps) Really? Mm -hmm. I'm a Cokehead. Oh, I get the 80s stockbroker reference. But he also hasn't had it in 20 years or 15. It hasn't changed. What I do remember, my memory of it is Pepsi is sweeter and Coke is hotter. Oh, it's not to me. That was just how hotter? my brain registered Coke? it. Like, there's like a Coke okay. makes your like a heaviness to it that I like. Coke from a can makes your fucking breath smell. It's weird. Like lots of like things Coke. make your breath smell. I know, but Coke is it's just weird. I don't know. I don't like it from a can. Interesting. I mean, I'll drink it. Don't get me wrong, because I'm addicted to sugar. So if it's in front of me, I'll have it. Uh, I have but- like vivid memories of like Coca Cola in a styrofoam cup at family parties as a kid and like the fizz on the top oh. is it oh yeah that is Ooh. now we memory. really want Pepsi. so you guys know how like you get things from movies that are like stuck in your head and like you use them for certain things mm-hmm. just in general because mm-hmm. we like movies um whenever something like non-climactic happens where it's kind of just like that's it really um i always say in my head sometimes i say it out loud depending who's around I always say, that's your big transformation. What's that from? Tur- you turned a Coke into a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> little Nicky, well, the oh, dog. Little Nicky. Oh. Okay, I was like, where have I seen this? <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Anyways, rare exports. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Coke, um, by the way. Yeah, this episode is brought to us yeah, by thank Coca-Cola. you, Coke, for... <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's brought to us probably by Pepsi. Pepsi would have just been like... They had a branding team. Santa's Santa's marketing team went to Coca-Cola and Pepsi and was like, all right, who can help us out there? Coca-Cola's like, we got this like guy in a red jolly suit and he's so happy and he helps kids. He, he does oh, he doesn't take presents. No, he delivers them. And his reindeer, oh yeah. No, they fly. Pepsi's was just like same. It just <laughs> he's got horns. We got, he's not happy. We got goats. <laughs> we, got we, goats. Got, we got switches. We got, we got boiling children alive. <laughs> 50 years we can get Chris Hemsworth on the phone because he's playing Thor in the new Marvel movies, but that's that's about it. <laughs> they're like, hmm. hmm. <laughs> As they, I don't know why they're on a Zoom in like 1940s, but they're just like slowly scrolling their mouse up to the X button on their <laughs> Zoom call. <laughs> Pepsi knows things. 
Um, okay, so now in our back to our movie. Um, now it is one day until Christmas, and this big hunt uh, begins. They're about to. They need to go out and hunt the reindeer. Yeah. Um, and so they have this big pen um, that they've electrified, and the the goal is to get all the reindeer into this pen so that they can uh, kill them mm-hmm. and uh, and have a lot of meat or sell them. Is the are they selling the reindeer or they're selling the meat? Yeah, because he he's they a kill butcher. the reindeer, get the meat, and that's worth yeah, because yeah. they have eighty five thousand dollars with all yeah. the Rono is the father. Dead. He's the one who is the butcher. Yeah. But they they go out and in a very uh, I guess it was kind of like that scene in Prey with all the buffalo. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Um, or uh, Dances with Wolves. Wasn't it like the army that killed him in uh, Dances with Wolves? And they just shot him, mm-hmm. and all that meat and everything went to waste, yeah. and all the all the yeah. But what happens is they go and they find the reindeer all slaughtered across the land. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they think happened, because they find the hole in the fence, they think the Russians came over and did this. So they're like, fuck you guys, you owe us money. Yep. Um, and Pitari is like, we got to tell them that it was yeah. us. And Uso's like, you fucking do it, and you're going to get your you. ass beat. But Pitari's feeling you. pretty guilty. Um, so there's two reasons. Yeah. He's feeling guilty because he's just a good dude. But also, he knows a few things about this real Santa Claus. And he's like, if I don't play by the Mm -hmm. rules, I may be punished, you know, with irreversible damage. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's trying to be on the nice list Mm -hmm. for sure. But the, the dads are like, fuck this. We're crossing the border and we're going to go have a word with these guys with our rifles. Um, But when they get up to the mountain, everybody's gone. And there's this huge hole in the, top of the mountain that goes down for long ways he fucking throws his flare down there and it disappears and they realized that something was taken from the mountain they were supposed to they thought they were just doing like seismic uh experiments um testing thank you uh but they actually took something so they're all disappointed and patari gets all geared up in his his hockey gear because now it is uh christmas eve and i love and this comes into play later you see it actually but i love that he gives uso a piece of cardboard and tape and he says put this over your bum (laughs) yeah (laughs) and at first i was like what and then like later when he's like he's running and you see that he's got cardboard taped over his butt yeah i was like that's so funny because he you know to protect from the switch from getting yeah. sm- spanked by mm-hmm. Santa. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. That kid was so fucking cute. You know what this um, movie reminded me of? I was trying to think. I was like, this is like giving me vibes. If you were to pitch this to someone, it's basically Santa Claus is coming to town meets the thing. Hmm. What do you think? Okay. You like it? Okay. You got the dig. Um, they're exploring. I've never seen Santa Claus is coming to town. You well, you can understand the Santa idea of it without seeing it. Coming to town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it yeah. a movie or is it? A- yeah, it's one of those uh, Rankin Bass stop motion movies, like Rudolph. Oh yeah. Okay. So yep, basically that. the thing. And then You're right. The thing. The location. The. Anyways, moving on. Just a little. Mm-hmm. 
big ice, big block yeah. Of ice. Yeah. Yeah. But so now the dad is devastated because he lost all his, I mean, that was his, their his means to support his family. Yeah. His yeah. livelihood. Um, and oh my God, that scene was so sad. Um, Patari comes down and there's like, he's like, Oh, did you make gingerbreads? And they're having gingerbread cookies. And the dad is holding back tears and he's like, you need to go to bed now, basically because he's like, I don't want to break down in front of my son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, my God, that heartbreaking. That was hard. Um, but then they they mentioned the mom and they said they're just like mom used to make. And they ne- they never mentioned, though, I don't think if the mom left or died. Mm-mm. No. They, yeah, that's a good point. But that was uh, that was that was tough. Poor, poor dad. Um, but this is where we get our first reveal. Uh, yes. of a monster because it cuts to this excavation site and they're they've got the the cargo is what they're calling it um and they're moving and he's like cargo what are you talking about cargo this cargo has a pulse um which was cool when he said that it's i was like line. i kind of got chills i was like oh man mm-hmm. um and then we get like all these essentially like heads being cut off mm-hmm. because you see the helmets just like flying everywhere and then two legs like step into frame and you're like, oh, shit. And just the slightest um, little tip of a little wiener. Wiener. Oh, yeah, there is. I don't know. But you see a lot of it later. No. So <laughs> it's like legs in a head. You see the legs in a head. <laughs> Talk about cutting heads. <laughs> Albert Fish <sighs> bit the tip of some guy's dick off. Almost. Oh. oh. Yeah, which is worse. Because <laughs> yeah, then it like you can like open it like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach left. Bye, Zach. That was too much, Danny. That was too fucking much. Oh my god. See, y'all think I'm a soft man when I come out of left field with a Pez penis. A, a Pezness. Pez penis. <laughs> Dan's like, I can't watch this movie anymore. Like, I have a really weak stomach now that I'm getting older and I can't watch gross things, but I'll fucking flip open the Pez penis, the bit off Pez penis head. Um, Cherry flavor. But now it's Christmas morning. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas morning. And Rano, the dad, um, has burnt whatever he had in the oven. And. He goes to throw some wood onto the fire and it like explodes. And you're like, I thought that fuck? was like, oh shit, it's about to get real. Yeah. Pitari put a bear trap in there mm-hmm. to catch Santa. <laughs> Which down. is great. I mean, smart kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he gets in trouble for that. So now he's grounded. Um, he goes outside to pee, which I'm guessing they don't have indoor plumbing. If that's yes. the... Because, like, why did he go outside to pee? Um, Maybe you poop in that big wolf trap. I don't trap. know. You just have to balance yourself the so guy you don't that I, die. The guy that used to work in the model room with me at my previous job would just go out and pee behind the dumpster. Oh, yeah? Even though we had peeing bathrooms. Out, peeing outside is is great. Oh, I will say. Maybe the kid just wanted to be outside. We used to always, at parties, yeah. if it was, like, a winter party, we'd guys. go outside and we would all try to write our names because we're, you know, you're drinking <laughs> a lot, so you have a lot of liquid, That's fun. and we would all be like, uh-huh. "Do it," you know. You have to do it in cursive because it's gotta connect. But right, it was tough. Yeah, did you ever do it? 
Oh yeah, I mean, if you if you went for Dan, yeah, if you went for Danny, you maybe, if you go for Daniel, you got that, you know, you got the eye. You got to wait for a little like get a hold of oh. it. Oh, a little <laughs> beep. 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 Mhm. Merry Christmas. Um <laughs> but earlier in the in the film we saw that um the dad was chopping uh spikes he was cutting spikes for a for a wolf trap mm-hmm. um yep. and he set like a pig head on top of this hidden thing and um pitari is out there peeing and he says dad you got to come out like the fucking bait is gone um and what he finds in the trap is a person Ooh. yeah i have a question about this yeah. scene really quickly yep <laughs> 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 so they find the body. Am I incorrect in remembering that they also found feathers? Yeah. They did find feathers. Was that just another yes. animal that happened to fall in? What was the feathers? Oh, it might have been. That's a good point. That lost me for a second. Was the were the feathers from that stuffed doll? Maybe. No. Maybe it was stuffed with the feathers, but you'd think they'd because Patari goes down in there after they take the body out, and he finds a knapsack yeah. or a potato right. sack, a burlap sack. If you go back to our uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two episode, yeah. you'll find out that they're called many different things. Yeah, um, that's funny. And there's a doll in it, so I wonder if that came from the doll. Maybe or... I mean, that makes sense. I wish they would have shown it. Just, but maybe it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good catch because I, I, yeah, they did find a feather, but I don't, yeah. Huh, that's okay. Or are those, you know, like, uh, they're like goose feather pillows? Mm-hmm. Were like our jackets stuffed with that? Yeah. Maybe. Because like he had that jacket on, he had like oh, the dude's that jacket. That makes sense. Oh, it was a down jacket. Okay. Then. A down jacket. All right. That's, That's probably what it was. For a second. I just wanted some clarification. Yeah. We got that it. Makes Cleared sense. it up. Yeah. All better. Yeah. Um, but they pull the body out and uh, they take it into his little butcher shop. And he's like, fuck, we killed this guy. Bear traps or uh, wolf traps are illegal. What are we going to do? Because now his buddy's with him. And they're like, oh, well, let's just chop him up. Um, and not tell anybody. It's not a wolf trap if you don't got a body. That's right. That's right. That's so what they always say, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's not dead. He is alive. And he starts like sniffing. And <laughs> you find out that Pitari is in the window looking at them. And he can like smell the children. Um, <laughs> and gingerbread creepy. cookies. He's got a very specific cookies. palate. Yeah. Kids and cookies. Um well, at this point in the story, like, this is Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But Batari gets noticed, and so he runs away, and the dad chases him, and he sees Batari get into a police officer's car. Yeah. And I was like, you little brat. Why are you doing this? But the dad follows him, and they go into town, and it turns out the cop is investigating all this stuff about, like, stolen radiators um stolen just ovens i this guess this is where i was fully I invested in that movie but... i love this idea of it's so good yeah what's going on you're like potato sacks 
Santa's got stolen appliances sack, like his that bags, like heat. Okay, there's something uh-huh. there. So I appreciated that quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and I love when he's like, he's like, yeah, they stole, they came in and they stole all my potato sacks. And then I love yeah. that little reveal when they come in and they're like, but they just took the sacks. Yeah, not the potatoes. And all those potatoes <laughs> are sitting there, there. Oh, man. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. Uh, that was cool. This movie, I tell you, perfect. I tell you. I tell you. Hey, I tell you. Um, um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> what am I doing here? Watching a perfect movie or what? <laughs> Hey, yeah. It's a pursuit. <laughs> it's a, I'm in the pursuit for a, a perfect pursuit. movie and I found it. Pursuing potatoes, you know? Now I'm getting a little Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the potatoes? Uh, also, <laughs> they're in the barn. All potatoes, no sex. Is it a potato sack? <laughs> oh, sex. I thought you said no sex. I'm like, where are you going with this, bud? All potatoes, no sex. <laughs> Oh, I love mashed potatoes. Um, and so when they're looking at the the missing potato sacks, Pitari is going to find Uso, who they're like, oh, he's in his bed. And he gets up there, and Oof. there's like this creepy old doll. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, is that Uso? Did they like, did he like get turned oh, into this fucking little doll thing? Like, suck the life out of him or something? I was like, that would have been cool. So this Santa does um, leave gifts. He steals your children. But he gives you <laughs> a doll you that looks like him, kind of. Yeah. I mean. It's a good, it's a lot of thinking, right? In this economy, he's doing them a favor. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. 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 You don't have to Take pay what for you your get. kid anymore. <laughs> no more child care. And you got a doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Uh, but we go back to the other hunter, and I missed his name. Uh, oh. But he's with the it's, old guy. P I I P A R I N E N. Pipperinin. 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 Pip. Pip. Okay. Um, Pip. 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 So Pip Pip is in the butcher shop with the old man, um, AKA Santa, that we know of. Um, And he's giving him gingerbread cookies or like. He could see that the guy smelled him. And then the guy bites his fucking face, mm. um, which was a good little jump scare. Yeah, that, that was, scared me. That cool. got me. You know it's coming. Like, I don't yeah. think he wants a bite of the cookie. <laughs> um, but they, when they are at the potatoes sacks scene of the crime, um, that's where Uso's dad is there. And, and Rano is like, do you speak English? Because we need someone to translate for us. Um, he's like, yeah, okay, let's do this. So they get back to the butcher shop and Santa is in front of the fire pit and they, he's all like hunched over and very sickly looking. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was like for Santa, I was like, this is kind of a cool take on it. Like he's not like the jolly go lucky guy. Um, but they start fully interrogating him and being like, where are your friends? Cause they think he's just like this, uh, American named, I think Brian Green. Mm-hmm. I think they find like a passport. That's just he looks like, like a jacket Brian that Green. he took. <laughs> he does. Um, but they start fully interrogating him and being like, "You're gonna stay here until we get our money for all the reindeer that were killed um, because of you guys." Mm-hmm. So basically, they're holding him for ransom. Um, but this is when Pitari's like, "You guys, it's not who you think it is. Like this is Santa." He's been watching us. 
They dug him up. He, you know, he's here to see who's naughty and who's nice, and he's gonna fuck us up. I overstepped. I step. I went too far. They hang him up in the yeah. chains, and he's like swinging. Yes, yeah. And I love that, that was part. fucking creepy. Yeah. Oh man, it just was creepy. That creeped me out. Fully creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just staring. And uh, he's shit. he's watching Patari. He's like. He, that kid he's like i'm gonna get that kid i'm gonna get that fucking kid um pitari's like all the other kids are missing because he was on the phone and he was like calling all yeah. his friends and they're all gone. yes that is such a great sequence yeah um but the radio goes off and it's the guys wanting the delivery of this cargo santa. yes cargo santa cargo yes um and this is when they're like okay we're taking him to the meeting place and you're going to give us some fucking money. So they have him in like a cage in the back of the truck. And how creepy is that? Oh my God. Back. I'm fully creeped out at this point. <laughs> and when he looks through the window at Pitari yeah. and he's just like staring at him. Yep. Dude. I'm going to get that kid. If I was Pitari, I would be fighting to get in that front seat. I would be he like, get me the fuck out of here. He's a regular old Jared Fogel. Oh. Who now? <laughs> Ew, Subway. Casey. Subway Santa. The Subway guy. You're nasty. That's just, that's <laughs> I'm not. The, I didn't rape the children. Jared did. Oh, man. Excuse me. Oh, good lordy. But no, it's you know what's cool about this movie is it's only about, I think, 82 minutes long. So there's yes, not an, an ounce an of fat on it. Because I am. Yep. Yeah. It. I'm surprised that we're like in the finale of the movie already because when they show yeah. up at yeah. the the dig, the excavation site and Santa's like, which I love this touch. I love how Pip was wearing his Santa outfit for the holidays and they needed to dress mm-hmm. this guy up in something. So they put him in the Santa outfit. It's just like, yeah, so fun. Um, Absolutely. And that's the. We're in like act three, like it's kind of nonstop from here. It's all this is where the movie mm-hmm. gets more action heavy. Um, yeah. We kind of we don't necessarily abandon the horror because there's still quite a bit of things that like a few beats in here that are pretty creepy. Um, but the tone yeah. shifts um, quite a bit and it's really fun. So we've we have now unpacked the present. Yeah. The anticipation is over. It's Christmas morning. You got your gift. And it is opened, and out comes. We get a this really, really stuff. great twist. Oh, we oh, do! Get I that. loved this it twist. Is a really Me surprisingly too. good twist. Did not expect it at all. Yeah, yeah. Because creepy, uh, creepy baddie mm-hmm. comes back from the helicopter, and he's like, "Hey, where's all my men? Like, where's the cargo? I want to see it." And he goes up, and he's like, "I've been waiting." Like, basically, he's like, "Oh my god, here's Santa." And he gets up there and he sees like, I don't know if it's like a gleam in his eye or something. And he's like, oh, fuck. This yeah. isn't Santa. <laughs> nope. And That's you're like, Santa. what? And you're like, this is Santa's helper. This is a fucking elf. And like, That's boom, not a Santa. mind blown. Yeah. This oh my is God. a Santa. <laughs> That's a Santa. This is a Santa. Oh, and Danny, speaking of touches that were great, the 24. Yes. The advent calendar the that he that Pitari kept like putting tape over yeah, and staples, and he's like, "I'm not he opening this." To open it. 
and to kind of like not acknowledge right. And then it. at the very end, you know, they get to this this hangar, and it's number twenty four, and he's got to they got to open he's the door. Face his fears. Uh, oh, that was good. That was real good. But they get in this door because now they are being bombarded with Santa's helpers, yeah, a bunch of naked yeah. old men, aka elves, with their dingles hanging yeah. out. Their dingle berries. For I mean, for people dongles. who love swinging candy canes on Christmas, this is your movie. Mm-hmm. There is uh, no shortage of candy canes, quote unquote. I mean, some of them might be short. <laughs> yeah, there is a, some a yeah. varying lengths. You got some uh, full candy canes. You've got some candy canes that have been, you know, when you suck on a candy cane and it just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. There's this is the euphemisms here are not. That's the what right happens when you of, suck on a candy cane. Yeah, some sucked candy canes. You know, when you suck on a candy cane and it gets like really pointy on the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they come in all shapes and sizes. There's a few yep. candy canes that you just bit off. There's some curved candy canes. You know, and you like lick a candy like cane fish. only from like the side, and <laughs> yeah. it just kind of wears out a space in the thing. There's the bottom straight bottom of the candy cane. There's the top curved candy canes. Um, there's mm-hmm. the straight. And you know candy when you suck canes. on a candy cane and then it just like starts shooting juice at the end of it. <laughs> there's the creamy candy canes. <laughs> cream filled candy canes. You never had like, a cream oh, filled God. candy cane? <laughs> uh, stop. That's my eye. <laughs> Warn me next time. It doesn't really. <laughs> oh, I'm caning. <laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> horrible <laughs> this is my retirement episode i need to go <laughs> I'm glad that landed. Uh, now that everyone's relaxed, we need to get to the climax of the movie. Um, <laughs> and uh, they get into the they get into the hangar, and this is where we see Santa, Santa Claus, Santa, Santa Claus covered in icicles. Yeah. And I find I get um, it. I see why he likes to wear the big jacket because it's a little chilly. Yeah. Yeah. When you're covered in yeah. ice. Yeah. But I love that his his big horns mm. are not frozen mm-hmm. and they're just like out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where all the radiators and all the ovens and all the hair dryers and everything are turned on to melt this giant icicle. And yeah. all the kids are in the potato sacks um, tied up. And little Uso is a fucking little bitch. It turns, you know, he used to, he was like the bully. I mean, they were friends, I guess, but he was still he like, was always I'll fuck you, you can up. be like, bullied by your friends. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and now he's like, Papa, Papa, come back. Save me. Papa. Uh, Papa. And Pitari's <laughs> like, Grandpapa, take what's yours, Grandpapa. <laughs> and Pitari is like, I have got a plan. I'm going to save the fucking day. And he basically, he fires his rifle to get everyone's attention. And he's like, listen to me. You got to get these kids out of here. Lure yeah. the Santa's elves out into yeah, the... Yeah, because the elves will not the... leave here if the kids are in here. Right, right. Um, so, man, little badass just yeah, gets on the fucking uh, cargo mm-hmm. net and just holds on the outside. And he's like, take her up. Let's go. 
and they attach the helicopter to it and it goes up and he's just flying around the countryside. Uh, meanwhile, so they're leading the elves out into the country. And meanwhile, their dads are loading the icicle with dynamite, which was a cool sequence because then they end up like cutting off the horns, right? And taking it as like their like trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, Pip driving the helicopter and Pitari lead the elves out into the where the reindeer were supposed to be wrangled in the electric fence. And uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, it's turned off. How are we going to do this? And Pitari's like, I'm going down there to do it. And Pip's like, Bats. don't you dare. Like, how am I going to get you? I can't get you. And he's like, I'm not coming back. And it was like, yeah, oh, I know for a fucking oh like 12 year old kid to do that. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets down there and he turns it on and all the all the elves are coming in and he radios up to Pip and he's like, tell my dad what I did. Oh, hmm. oh heartbreak. So maybe his mom did die. Um, because he's he's clearly someone who's had to like accept someone who because I was thinking it could go both okay. ways. Maybe she did leave, but I think it would be more the fact that he's so selfless makes me think that maybe he, uh-huh. maybe she there was like a similar sentiment. Maybe she, you know, say she died of like cancer. So it was like a slow kind of death. Yeah. And he had to accept it and saw her kind of accept it. So maybe there's something mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Really. beautiful yeah, scene. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah definitely beautiful it was yeah uh but at the but same he time die. he didn't die because right then uh you know christmas miracle mm-hmm. the dads blow up santa right at that's, the right time it's that's, that's the miracle we always we all wish for <laughs> the christmas miracle they blow up santa blowing santa, santa? Blowing exploding santa, santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of which we're full of it we're full of it we tonight. are full of it mm-hmm. um Full of cum. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not though. It was all those candy canes. <laughs> That's right, because you're fucking sucking. You guys won't the, quit sucking. Yeah, them. Exactly, they're already gone. Um, I what a jolly loved, Christmas this I, is. I hate when I do this because I'm just sort of like throwing something out there that has no basis out of anything. I'm just kind of pulling it out of thin air. But the fact that they did collect the, uh, Santa's horns. And that we've established that they hunt reindeer. I would have loved to have seen earlier in the movie, maybe a room. And maybe they did. Maybe I missed mm-hmm. it. But a room where you have like. Like a taxidermy room. Yeah. And, but if you just see all the reindeer um, antlers kind of, you know, hung on the walls, like displayed on the walls. And then later at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, you see the same room. And then you kind of like pan over and you see Santa's horns in the same room. Yeah. His cool. giant fucking horns. Yeah. But Yeah. Who am I to, who am I to say anything? No, who am I to rewrite a Exactly. <laughs> I've done it. I'll do it again. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, but once Santa blows up, all the elves are just kind of like useless. They do don't know do? what to yeah. do. They just kind of stand around. They're just like naked men now. <laughs> Bunch of naked guys hanging out. Um, but they realize that they're like, hey, you rounded up all these, all these elves mm-hmm. We need to recoup our money. We were going to sell each one of these for $85,000. And now we've got like. Let's get into slavery. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, so they're like, we're in, we're in business now. Um, so it's kind of fun because then it jumps to like 365 days till Christmas or 364 days till Christmas. And, uh, 
they start like training these these elves to become santas <laughs> and uh this is where our title comes into play rare exports because they box them up and they ship them off and uh man just a i'm telling you a perfect it's fucking a movie. movie yeah so good um so that's it that's rare exports in a shipping container yeah with loads of candy canes to keep you busy and and so and many silly, candy canes. And, and silly chili willies a lot of chili willies what's it what's a chili willy a penis oh in the like a, winter a cold penis yeah. i see <laughs> i got you <laughs> a cold penis um so let's talk about our favorite reveals in rare exports a christmas tale there can only be one So for the reveals, I have the excavation team when they're killed and you see uh, the two legs and the head walk onto screen. Then we've got Santa on the slab is when they pull the old guy out of the uh, wolf trap. Trap. um, And he is on the table. Um, and kind of comes to life a little bit. Um, we got when Santa, I, I'm calling him Santa because that's who we thought he was yeah. at in the movie um, at that point. Um, Santa bites Pip, right? Um, when Santa is hanging up on the chains and Pitari is like, tells the dads, that's Santa. I've got the elves mm-hmm. when we are finally revealed that That is not Santa. He is Santa's helper. He's one of the elves. And then all the elves kind of come out of everywhere. Um, And then I've got the real Santa in the airplane hangar. So, Casey, we know your favorite, the twist. Yeah. Yeah. When we find out that. So it's not a reveal of Santa. It's a reveal of an elf, basically. Which I guess essentially is revealing Santa. Santa, technically. Yeah. It's the real Santa. Which, it's not a bad thing, you guys. <laughs> it's okay. Casey, this is a pretty terrible choice. I can't believe you're picking this. <laughs> you guys loved this movie. Okay, you're welcome. No, this is a great scene. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to go with that, too, because it's just, it's so good. Well, shit. I was stuck between that and the scene where those guys get their heads knocked off. And we see the elf legs. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, they're both good. I just, like, the twist was just something that I did not expect Yeah, I'm going to go with that scene, too, because that really did actually surprise me. Um, because I had seen yeah. pictures um, on the internet of the naked Santas kind of, like, walking in the background. But it was so, I, I knew nothing about this movie, so I didn't know what yeah. I was looking at. So there was something in like the back of my head that was telling me that there was something else going on, but it still uh, threw me for a loop. And for that, I will also say that this was my favorite reveal. Because you kind of get two reveals for the price of one. Um, counting all mm-hmm. the elves as one thing. Find out that there are elves mm-hmm. and find out Santa's something else. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of just the, it's like, uh, it's like unwrapping the main presents. Exactly. You get lots of little presents and then like yeah. the main presents. Or unwrapping like a big box and there's a bunch of presents inside. Now it's time for a segment that we like to call the real monster. 
run, run, run as fast as you can. Can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. So, you guys, I, uh, as you know, this is a perfect movie for me. And uh, so I had a very hard time coming up with the real monster for this movie. However, I will say the real monster for me has to do with my viewing experience. Mm. So I watched this on Pluto TV with Mm. ads, right? Mm -hmm. We are getting, uh, Danny, no offense, we are getting butt fucked by advertisers. (laughs) Oh my God. Listen. <laughs> Since when was butt fucked a bad thing, yeah. Zach? I didn't know. I didn't want to say it and but, then be. But fucks can be bad if you don't for, want to be butt fucked. I mean, for I'm, a, I'm for kidding. a straight man, I do not want to be butt fucked really either bad. by a penis yeah. or ads. You're not prepared, <laughs> Casey. <laughs> um, but okay, so it's yes, we've had ads. We grew up watching movies on TV with ads. Yeah. But now with these streaming services, they can do whatever they want with the fucking ads. And they, so if you watch on Tubi, I believe Mm -hmm. they give you like a countdown and it says like ads starting in 10 seconds or something. Pluto does not. Yeah. And so there was so many times throughout the movie where something would happen, something big would happen. Like, like the first reveal with the legs uh, Mm -hmm. coming out and then. I saw a Cut. leg for like two seconds and then it was like, bam, like internet commercials comes on and it's like bright and cheery and all this stuff. And it just like completely like takes super you loud. out of it. Um, super loud, super jarring. Mm-hmm. And it happened like four or five times throughout the movie. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right See, now? I feel um, like not that this is a comparison, but I think I had a worse experience with my ads because my I, okay. mine didn't cut. Mine were superimposed. So every time they would cut to Santa Claus, it would just be like a superimposed image of, and not even video image. It was just a picture of Santa Claus and a Coca-Cola ad drinking a Coke. And they would just like Photoshop no. it into the it, picture. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was if like, the camera is was moving, was so you confused. would just see the picture like juddery, like moving from side to side to stay aligned <laughs> with the image. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so that was my real monster was uh, the advertising on Pluto TV. Yeah, that's annoying. Uh, Danny, what do you have? Uh, clothes. For real monster. I've never seen people seem... And look so free and despite killing everyone, they did seem happy oh. in a sense. These elves in this movie. and Because they were naked. Yeah. And, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it wasn't free until the meaning, they were clothed you know? that they kind of became servants to the man. Prisoners. So it kind of tells you mm-hmm. something about, you know, we're all wearing chains. Some are metal. Some are steel. And some are uh, Levi jeans or cotton. Mm-hmm. Calvin Klein tidy whities so for that, yeah, I make my stand here and now that all of my future recordings will be done naked. It is an audio format, so this doesn't affect anyone but myself. <laughs> this only affects two people <laughs> who do not want this. <laughs> but you, you heard it here first. 
Danny, as long as you don't stand up during the recording, that's a I'm fair fine. Point. Yeah, I guess that's good. You can do it. <laughs> oh, Cody locked himself out of the house again. You gotta go. <laughs> <sighs> Danny just has a shirt on right now. He's got nothing below yeah. the waist. <laughs> You'll never know. He's Winnie the Pooh in it. Porky yeah. Pig in it. Donald, Donald ducking my dick. Title dick in it. Casey, who do you have for real monster, or what do you have for real monster? I have that one kid's haircut. <laughs> Usos. Yeah, I feel like that's coming back now. Yeah, it was the mullet weird. is like in style. It is, but it should not. <laughs> it should not the be. Only, it can not. I say something? <laughs> the only mullet that I want back in style is the early to mid '90s sitcom dad mullet. Where it's not really a mullet, but they just grow the back of their hair out just a little for a little bit of curls. And it is so warm and inviting, you know, because there's always a season where it's like seasons one through three, the rock and the cozy dad mullet. And then they cut it. And I'm like, I don't trust you anymore. So I actually like the mullets missing. that like women are wearing these days that are like feathered, like alternative girl. Mullets. Oh, yeah, that's a good like look. I like that, too. But but I don't like them on men. So. Yeah, I would never be able to pull off a mullet. I, I could never do the 90s dad mullet that I referenced because my hair doesn't curl. So if my hair grows, mm. it just gets like flat and long. I don't, yeah, I would not. Yeah, no one would yeah. like that. Well, that's it, yeah, guys. So we got, that's rare exports. That's that's, that's Christmas, yeah. you guys. We just conquered Christmas. Did we just save the holidays? Merry with Christmas. Our, with our two, we saved the holidays with, wow. with these two uh, holiday episodes. Damn. You know, yeah. a lot of people are just like lazy, sitting around the tree, just fucking doing nothing, you know, sucking on the opening presents, sucking the candy, candy cane coated tea of life. And just and here we are where we got episodes here. We got episodes there. Who's leaving the presents under the tree? Not Santa. We've established that in this episode. He takes what does Krampus mm-hmm. do? He takes. What does Arnold Schwarzenegger do? He takes. We give. So for that, we give. We're going to be um, modest and humble this holiday season and say, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that is uh, that wraps up our holiday special. Um, our next triple feature is silver screen slashers. We will be covering. The house that Jack built. Not for the faint of heart. We will be covering American Psycho. Mm -hmm. Classic. Classic. And we will be covering Peeping Tom. Also a classic. Get out of here. Which kind of started it all. Really. So you do not want to miss that triple feature. That will be coming in the next few weeks. Um, Until then, find us on social media. How I Met Your Monster. Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. Um, where can our listeners find you guys on social media? I am on Instagram at WolfMotherCasey. Awesome. awesome. I just wanted to Danny. say really quickly, I did not think about it this way until you kind of said all the movies in order. We really are kind of like covering a full scope of the slasher subgenre. Because we do have like oh, yeah. one of the OGs. We do have a modern classic. And then we do have one that is this kind of dark subver- it's like the i mean american side is dark all these movies are all they're horror they're all dark but from what i've heard about the house that jack built it is a um 
oh, what's his name? Who's the director? Uh, Lars von Trier. It's Lars a Lars von Trier, Trier movie. So, yeah. you know, you kind of kind of have a general good idea of what kind of movie you're getting into tonally. So it seems like there's a really good range. I feel like we're tackling um, all the best movies to kind of encapsulate the subgenre. So I'm uh, really excited. Um, yeah, me too. As for social Very media, exciting. you can find me on, uh, I don't know, most of them. Uh, my name, Danny Slum, D-A-N-N-Y-S-A-L-E-M-M-E. That's two M's like the candy, not in your butt, not in your hand. Wonderful. Um, what about candy canes? Do candy canes melt in your butt? Oh, yeah. Oh, Ow. can they? They should. You just <laughs> stick a candy cane up there. You leave it. You leave, you, if you put a candy cane on Christmas Eve up your butt by Christmas morning, guaranteed. Well, you know what's good about candy canes is like a dildo <laughs> is you have to be careful because some, you know, a dildo should have a base so that your butt doesn't swallow sure. it up. And then you have to go to the hospital and have it surgically removed. But that's the case for candy canes because that will never happen because it has a base that curves. So it kind of like locks into either your um, taint or into your lower back. So you're fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, if you're a female, you spin it around. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. I'm going to wear a butt plug to uh, what is the. What is, why am I like blanking on this? The uh, prostate exam. I'm going to wear a butt plug to a prostate exam just to oh. throw my doctor for a loop. <laughs> You're not getting in there. <laughs> <Nuh-uh. laughs> Doors closed. Uh, oh, I'm glad we ended our holiday specials on this conversation. Um, it's very festive. Um, yeah. Good old holiday butt yeah. plugs. Well, thank you for joining us on our holiday double feature. Yeah. Make sure to join us for our Silver Screen Slashers upcoming episodes. Um, and until then, thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Careful with those candy canes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.